0: Welcome back to part two, Dark Times Aren't Us, a conversation about men's mental health here on Car Talks with Scotty, the podcast version. In part one, we talked with Barney Cookie around life as a male and facing typical life struggles. In part two, we discover ways that we can improve our connection with people and reach out when your mental health isn't the best. It's interesting, bro, because it sounds like, I think you've brought up a really interesting point in in this, is that, so we're battling between this decision that we have to face every day that says, um, we've been brought up with the customary understanding of how we used to be, how our people used to be, and the ideology that, as a... um, our people used to be strong, fit males who were active in society and in their relationships with their whanau, their hapu, their iwi, their, their, their extended um, people. And then, so given that our, our men are born with their ideology or that we've taught it as we grow up, if we try and apply that through to today's times, and then we met with the commercial um, yeah, well, I guess the commercial ideology that, wow, that's a perfect lifestyle, because yeah. I saw it on Instagram, A <laughs> eh? Or, ooh, damn, Twitter's showing this guy who, um, who's 26 years old and living in a $26 million mansion, has got money, cash, and, you know, cars, and women, rah, rah, rah. There's a disconnect. There's a disconnect in the ideology that what we've been taught to what, is po- possible through a vision and dream that the two can coexist, and so then the question is, bro, are we setting our men up to fail under the wrong impression? Well, I think I think you you are right. I
1: think you are right because even if we are teaching these traditional values, like in reality, mm. what's our what's our real life application of that? Mm. You know, we need to take those values and say, hey, this is the values we lived on. But however, the reality is you're going to be faced with um, social pressures through social media. You're going to yep. be music, um, education system. To some point, you know a lot of this, a lot of our systems are masculine. Mm. You know they, they teach us a wrong view of masculinity. You know, sure. and so if we take our values of being Pacific or Polynesian or Maori, like or mm. Aroha and Aroha and love, you know what mm. that looks like in reality. You're like, hey, you can still be on social media. You can still be part of their world, but mm. like. Mm how can you navigate that and if that means just like just being yourself and yep. like re it to our young people just be yourself it's okay to be part of the social media world but hey let's sh- how do you want to show love that's sharing awesome, positive messages, that's showing your family doing awesome stuff and doing all that sort of stuff. Mm. Putting in particular parameters on how to behave on social media platforms are probably a helpful way Mm. to be able to show our our young people, you can still be in those spaces, but still live by certain values that your traditional culture lives by as well.
0: I'm intrigued, bro. I'm really intrigued here because I think this, we've got ourselves a a hell of a conundrum, to be honest where there's an expectation of maintaining customary rights, rules, laws, L-A-W and L-O-R-E, um, and a time and space that is about acknowledging and representing who we are as a people and as a culture, mm. but the fact that we there's this, idea, there's this idea that we have to try and apply it in today's times where technology is, is the driver of our lifestyles, mm. and the two just don't meet, you know? go out there and go get those vegetables nah buggy you go uber them instead <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um there's a there's a whole different mentality around this and i'm actually really saddened to recognize this because what it means for our men is that if they don't recognize the position they're in to make a massive dynamic change mm then they will forever be statistics. Because the pressure that they're putting themselves into to survive in today's times Mm -hmm. with the ideologies of maintaining um, a lifestyle that used to be, they've got the messaging wrong. Because the messaging essentially is, we're not asking you to live from those part times, Mm -hmm. times of old, we're asking you to inherit or inherit the the values that came with that yeah. and apply them today but is that creating um, yeah okay well, i'm gonna ask you this buddy <laughs> is that creating a false sense of expectation and reality well i guess well to be honest bro i think the status quo is
1: a false sense of reality and, and honesty well done Amen. Honestly, that, that's the truth we for know, sure you know that so at the end of the day like
0: it's not working whatever we're doing <laughs> yeah. now ain't working at all at all at all,
1: at all. but I, I definitely I uh, definitely understand your sentiments in regards to that dis- disconnect in there that, that disjunction around ideals it, mm-hmm. is, it is a really difficult time and to peel that all the way back like to really live those values do we we have to bring this whole system down <laughs> yeah. like if you want to really really live it
0: like, we got to bring this whole system down, to be honest. Well, we almost were there, bro. COVID almost did that. Wow. There was a reset button on humanity. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I, I, I saw
1: yesterday, so this was an interesting case I saw yesterday, um, uh, our whanunga Kylie Quince, um, she's a lawyer at yes. um, she, um, um, She shared a post about um, our, our, our prominent young Māori lawyers have gone to Supreme Court to embed tikanga Māori in law and like if we're talking about um, interesting a, abolishment of systems mm. what they did yesterday the supreme court to embed tikanga maori in law like actually like when they make laws tikanga will be in there it won't be added as a sugar coating at the end of the donut you know mm-hmm. so that was a big moment because when i read when i read it i was like hey these guys are actually doing they're, they're, they're like Demetrius the going in and...
0: and well, you've, and sh- you've got to share me that article. <laughs> that yeah. is something. I remember when I was in university um, doing my uh, my master's. Um, I hate the bloody word because it's just a piece of paper. It's yeah. expensive one, though. So if anybody needs toilet paper, let me know. Um, <laughs> it cost me $28,000. But for you, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> um... And when I was doing my papers in law, one of the things that we had to argue, because it was, we specialised particularly in Māori development, and um, one of the things we started arguing the point around law, what we realised is that we were f- fully faced with a massive issue, and this was understanding the difference mm. between LAW and LORE. Um, so the fact that they're going to introduce it, it's going to be, that's going to be massive yep. for New Zealand and there are going to be some very unhappy people, but yeah, hey, it is what it is because L.O.A.R.E. was here before your L.A.W. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's interesting,
1: yeah, yeah, but like I don't, like, they don't, they haven't released a decision yet, but the arguments put forward by three, I think it was, um, and one of them was Api Mahuika. Oh, okay, uh, there for, we go. Um, from um, the, the The brother site. Api. So I mean, um, so, um, to to see the like, to be honest, like you just mentioned, the, a lot of upset people, man. Yeah. It's gonna upset a yeah. lot of people. Um, if if this is like. So what do you think that'll do for us, then? So that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that's because we we always talked about. Oh, you gotta get in the system to work. Work, you know, to work the system. Mm -hmm. There's always like, no no You gotta get education. You gotta become a a politician. You gotta get at the table to make decisions. But we know that hasn't worked. No, we know that hasn't Mm -hmm. worked. Never has. A lot of our, a lot of our people have been at the table and it hasn't worked. So, what I see the potential and what happened yesterday at the Supreme Court is that the law is saying Te tikanga Māori is law. Like, you know, is both actually. It's law and law. So this is this is the this is. And so um, it was it was a surprise to me because I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know it came until I saw the article. I like, whoa, we're doing this? Oh, and they're actually
0: allowing us to? Wow. Which is like, wow. <laughs> which means this has been hidden for all these years, yeah. to be honest, and it's yeah. been lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So brother, when we talk about um, for our men out there, um, and I guess what I want to focus in, around is when we're not able to sort out our mental mental space so obviously we're starting to see a high number in suicides. so and um many thoughts and prayers and blessings to you and your your friends and whanau brother because i know that you've had a couple of um you know i think in 12 months you've lost a couple Three, three three so three so um tell me do you know their why
1: I don't like, personally, uh, which is a sad thing, I don't know. They never said to me their why. Yeah. All I can do is speculate about what the why would have been. Sure. Um, and disconnected from whānau. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of them were disconnected from Farno. They weren't even living in, with whānau. Mm-hmm. They in whānau. There was a, a big teller uh, relationship breakdown. Um, mm-hmm. Emotional, um, the emotional resilience they, they never mm-hmm. had any mm-hmm. to cope with those situations um, because they're, all three of them were based on relationships mm-hmm. breakdowns. Um, on top of that, you had alcohol and drug use, which just makes that whole decision-making mm-hmm. process yeah, yeah, yeah. out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, of, yeah, well, all of them like I think that's a thing to mm-hmm. not blame but consider in the background, lingering in the background mm-hmm. as an impact of. Um, like you, you touched on historical trauma, mm. all of them. Or well, two of them were Maori, one of them was Pacific Islander, oh. and, and we all come with that historical trauma that is well mm. researched, and it talks about you know like like the idea that um, you know when you're when you're when you got a vine tree and you tie it to a mm. tree and it grows a certain way, well it's gonna grow that mm. way. Mm. Mm. And I think our, that's just like historical trauma. Back in the beginning, our our vine was. Tied up to grow a certain way, and we grow a certain way mm. in a certain way, limited our choices to make the best choices when it came to life. Um, but so yeah, um, long story short, I don't know exactly, but I know there was a cocktail or shit that went on, and the Afaf that, that um, fuck. To be honest, brother, mm. Mm. Uh, it hurts, bro. It hurts because you know, like, I know, I know things. I know this. I know that. You sure. know, this and that. I and mean, when when your own closest to you take their lives. I hear you know you like fucking. hell, you know all I the shit. We we've done all this research. We we have all these services available, but yet our people are still taking their lives. And and like you said mm. earlier in the show, why is that even a fucking option, brother? Mm. You know mm. why the why the f- oh, fuck? Mm. You know, it's upsets to me because you know like fuck. We've gone down this road for many years, and we're still not being fixed. There. Mm. And our mm. brothers, because these are three men. I know our wahine as well. They they you know they. They go in that path as well, but overwhelmingly the proportion of them are tania, are male, are mm, Pacific and Maldives. Mm. And, and if we reflect on the lives they've lived, we reflect on the lives that we've all lived, you know, mm, like, mm. fuck, are there, are there people role models in their lives? Are they having certain, um, are they learning resilience at a young age? Mm. If, you know, do they have a father figure there in their life? You know, Are they getting treated well in the education system, in, in the, in the mm. workplace? You know they're being treated well at fucking at the store. Are they, mm, raci- are they mm. facing racism? Fuck, there's so much questions, man. And um, um, I, I to be honest, I think you know that our capitalist system. If we wanna go, go deep, deep, our capitalist system. Even though fuck, it's just based on fucking winners and losers. Mm, you make mm. the most, you lose the most. Birth wealth accumulation. You know, you, everyone's sure. like, oh, has a potential to make money, but they creates they winners and losers." And when you got, if anyone knows competition and sports, winners and losers, someone's mm-hmm. going to be crying at the end of the yeah. day, and someone's going to sure. be hurt. Sure. And I, and I think when, when we look, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fucking, um, what call it, fucking, um, <laughs> what do you call those guys that fucking think a lot, uh, fucking, philosophers, philosopher. philosopher. <laughs> <guess> <laughs> right. I'm not a philosopher when it comes to it. all I know <laughs> is that, like, in my own experience, you know. I'm trying to make money to feed my family has, has resulted in me losing a lot of quality time. The opportunity cost of doing so is is, is grave. And when I look at my mum wow, when I look at my mum and she um you know she had to go to work and we had to take care of ourselves. You know, we were raised by the streets to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like my mum worked the twelve hour shift. So she worked six hours a week mm-hmm. and had their Sunday off and but we had to make our is look mm-hmm. after ourselves and life lessons and life we taught ourselves and if we didn't know the guy next to us taught us Mm -hmm. so our little street became our our family and and to be honest when you're learning life lessons off someone else who's a year older than you fuck you're gonna lose you're gonna make a mistake fuck you're gonna make a mistake man so you know when we look at that whole system for me anyway you know it hasn't served our people well man and we you know if if we and then we talk about like, um, our, then we look at the, our culture, you know, we're a collective culture. Then you look at capitalism as individualistic. You know? mm-hmm. It's all about the person then and there and now. And you look at our Māori, our Polynesian culture, we're all about um, families, tribes, totally. villages. Totally. You know? And when you take that collective nature out of, out of what you do, man, you, you lose contact, you lose, lose connectivity, and you lose... You lose. I spoke to uh, Sister Emma. Uh, she's from Poweringa. Shout out to uh, Poweringa Broncos. Who? Oh. Um. I to sister Emma. She's a couple of days ago. Isn't that she... that place that God forgot about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've just lost your two Poweringa, two um listeners just now. Oh man. Sorry, Francis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to shout out to all the Rudolphs from down there, all the Rudolphs and Pyrenees down in Poweringa but shout out to the whanus and and we talked about that the other day Mm. because we were listening to uh uh queer talk about uh, our matariki and then emma Emma was talking about the nature of our people how we back then we had we had those sensitivities to what was going around in the universe hence Mm. matariki meant a lot more back then but now she went on a deep believer she said our connectivity to the web our connectivity to electronics took our sensitivities about realizing what's around us and if we look at that, are we are we losing connection with our people? Have I lost connection with the brothers who took their
0: lives? That's that is not a dumb question. There's not a dumb question because, you know, I, I I have to say I catch myself doing it now, and I'm 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 trying. I really am. I'm trying hard. <laughs> um, there are points here, bro, that she that she's making that you've just made um, relevant. Because I know, I'm a person that has, I work off, I have two phones, um, and I work off those day in, day out. They run literally everything that I have, um, essentially, if if it could, it would probably be my heartbeat. Mm. Um, but I know that, I, that's what I'm saying that I'm trying to change, is that um, to lessen my screen time, because mm. there the fact that... I'm disconnecting myself because that email's important, or that text is important, or that phone call that's come through is important. I've made myself available for that little device, that $2,000 hand device, more than I have for my own damn family. And I sit here with quite a mass amount of guilt on my shoulders, to be honest. But the other thing, the thing is, I'm not trying to spread this, but I know I'm not the only one.
1: Yeah, and that, that's, I'm, I'm with you there, brother. I'm with you there because, like, if well, where was I for my brothers? Mm. Where was I for my brother Cass? Where was I for my brother Mars? Where was I for my brother Ina? Mm. You know, where was I? You know, mm. like, um, I I I seen them. I know what they did, but I didn't. I didn't see it. No. And like, then I start to fuck. Like, you know, then you start to think, shit. Where was my mind at? Where mm. was my head at? Did I see the signs? that I? Did I? Because there are signs. Mm. Brother. There are signs when our final are going through these things. But you know, like, has life fucking got that busy where I just ignored it all mm. you know, to the point where, fuck, you know, you're turning up to the house and then fucking you're all in tears and that doesn't help anyone, man. No. You know, then then so I have that same guilt, brother. I have that same guilt. Have has those, the the ability for me to sense if my brothers are doing okay, being, mm. being uh, impacted by the by my um, need to stay connected to the web, or to for sure. go to the web and do whatever. So yeah, brother. That's um.
0: Yeah, just, yeah. So so we know that there's obviously a array of different issues that are happening in our men's lives that are causing them to take their life, right? We know that there are different systemic ways that are contributing to the decisions. We also know that there are also climate and, and circumstances that also heavily contribute. Um, particularly, especially, and this is my thoughts too, is that especially if we're adding... Uh, th- what's already complicated to a complicated situation and that's the way that we have to live today on top of our systems of beliefs our cultural mm. customs and all that sort of stuff how how do we move through this how, how do we try and reach more people uh, to, to be able to be an inspiration or that light where there is darkness in order to say to them just wait one more day one more day, trust me, it'll be it's gonna be okay. I just need you here one more day. How do how do we get them to that point? Mm. Um First of all, first of all,
1: like these conversations between Tani that we're having right now, they yeah. need to happen regularly and more often about these particular topics. And
0: honestly
1: that mm-hmm. needs to happen that needs to happen like we all need to keep open up we all need to show our brothers that it's okay to talk so they know our wow, shit i'm going for this i'm going for this so i know mm-hmm. man is open to open to um hear me out then you know he feels more available to be able to reach out you know mm-hmm. and um that, that that's what i find important increasing the conversation amongst our tani that needs to happen asap um what else needs to happen i think we all need to get on the same buzz and say hey it's not going okay mm-hmm. we need to bring the actually everyone needs to say everyone mm-hmm. needs mm-hmm. to say that it's not going okay acknowledge the the problem that that, that our men are taking their lives too Yo. easily yeah and open up because um you know like it's like we all know it's even it's hard enough to go to the doctor to look at your gal yeah, <laughs> you know, to, to, fucking, to to pick up the phone call to say oh, I how you know. It. so we, we gotta teach ourselves that it's okay ask for help. <laughs> But on the flip side of that, it's okay for us to reach in as well. How like, do we do that? So that, that, but you want that's be brave. Be brave. Be courageous. The, so ask the questions. Ask the questions. Have the tough conversations. Have those tough conversations. Tell our men, like, what are you losing by asking your brother if he's doing okay? Does he want to talk? Well, he's going to say no. Mm. That's all that's, all that's going to happen. He's yeah, going to say right. no. Okay, oh, nah, I'm all good. Oh, nah, I'm good. That's all you're saying. But also, this is the, another key thing. Be persistent. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up a lot of people.
0: Especially if you know, right? Yeah. Especially if you know as a fellow brother out there, and you know in the guts, in your guts, that you know that person's not okay, yeah. then it's not enough just to walk away. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and that's it. That's it. If you, your gut will tell you, your, your gut will tell your instinct, your p- pukumohio will tell mm. you that, hey, this brother needs help. And the thing about it, be creative about it. You don't need to yeah, yeah, knock totally. on his door like, Every single day, yeah, yeah, totally. like, hey, hey, man, be smart. We, we, we smart yeah. people, man. We smart. <laughs> yeah. Send the text send, send the, kite, send the flag. Tell yeah. you boys, <laughs> this is the situation. This role, you know, like for sure. You, for you sure. give, you give our Polynesian, Maori, Maori um, brothers, a task. Mm. They'll find a smarter, faster, and cheaper way yeah, to, do, to do Anything. Right. That's right. So let's take that idea, ideal, initiatives and deal with the big problems. This brother needs help. Mm. He's closing doors on us, how do we break it down? And we, we we're good at breaking down doors,
0: we really know. One of the things, bro, that I know that um That I know I think well I believe anyway is that we're we're finding it really difficult to do is learning to understand those tough conversations. Yeah, so I'm sure it's I, I, I kind of feel that most of majority of us are of us are okay to ask are you okay in a difficult situation yeah. but i wonder whether or not it's following on the conversation and if somebody turns around actually no i'm not i i, I don't know if there's enough of us out there that are strong enough to turn around you know men wise they're strong enough to turn around and say okay why mm. and that and
1: that's a perfect question that's a perfect question and i don't think we are i don't think we are because we're that, qu- equipped that, that's a scary place to be. Mm. Like, that's a really scary place to be when they do turn around and say, Hey, now nah, I'm not doing okay. Mm. I'm actually thinking of taking my life. And oh, I'm well. I'll catch up later, bro. Yeah. yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. i got to go. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, we, we're not fully equipped. And it's like, it's teaching those things to our men. Like, hey, how do you, like, script it up? You know, mm. script, how does the script sound to you? it's role play to so mm. they're used to their conversation. And you're right. Yeah, we do need more education in this space we do know need more of our people come in and say hey if you get told by your friend that mm. he's going to want to take his life here's what you can say mm, here's are the mm. options you can choose and here's the support you can offer him mm. as well when he does say like hey you don't need to have the answers you just need to have the air mm,
0: mm, mm. so just just to finish off my bro um What are some tips and tricks from your point of view, particularly with your experience and what you've done in the past, um, that you could say to our fellow brothers out there that are listening, wherever they are in the universe, um, what are some tips and tricks out there in order to try and maintain a really healthy mindset? Um, Brothers,
1: take care of yourself, you know. You're... If you can take care of yourself, you can take care of your family. Like, you gotta start with yourself first. Sure. Some practical tips, practical mm, tips, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. easy ones, you know. Go to the gym, go for a run. Um, you know, go, like me, like um, one time last year, I went back to Maraginahua. Um, Took my mm, daughter back to mm, where mm, Pitsu pit was Um, was buried. there was my way, way of like, nah, I need a break. I need to breathe. I need to find myself. So there's, that's a practical tip. Um, you can call up family members that you haven't mm, seen in the world. That's a practical tip. Um, do anything that you feel that you're passionate about and that you feel mm. like that builds up your um, esteem do anything that, they, that that you can think of and there's many sports clubs uh, martial arts music do whatever and if you if you'd be surprised like if you open your thoughts, ask these questions where you can do those things a lot of people will open their doors um, we're talking about personal stuff um, like me for me like our men don't know or aren't attuned to um, language of emotions. Like those, <laughs> nice. those language of emotions, right? Yes. So we talk about love. How many are, you know, our, our, our like we're, we're taught like, our oh, love is only for girly girls, you know, mm. whatever. Using the word love, you know, that's important because if you speak in um, those terms, people will know how you feel mm. when you aren't feeling love. Mm. Mm. So if you're a brother that's like, oh yeah. For sure. I don't speak like this but I now want to speak like this so when you're not doing okay you're emotional or those languages can stand out, out to people and they become flags so you're mm. not doing okay
0: that's an interesting one bro because I think that's another um, that's another stigma eh? that emotions have a tendency to translate into too touchy feely mm. must be gay don't you around me eh? I mean that, I'm just being honest but it's true um and then I also have to ask the question too, how many of our women out there would be okay to have somebody who's in touch, who, you know, if, would they be okay if their men were in touch? Um, they were emotionally available, that they were emotionally vulnerable, would they be okay to see that? Because one of the things I think is really key to this is is our women. Because for some, I have this real deep pit of my gut feeling that half of what's going on is because it's to impress our woman. Mm. It's not about trying to hide from them, but it's trying to show them, "Nah, babes, I got this. Yeah. I got this. I got this." What from hanging from a chandelier? Yeah. You know what? Do, do you know what I mean? Like, I, and I just wanted to be honest about yeah. that one. And um, to be honest, brother,
1: uh, thank you for bringing that up because that's exactly what this journey is not just for me. Yes. No. Our eye might be on them, but you've mm. brought up a good point, point, you know, and that's exactly what's happening in a lot of our men because they can't navigate these relationships. You know, they they, they are taking them, mm. and that, like like everyone says, man, that old cliche takes two to tango. For sure, NFL women as well are prepared to to take their journey, mm. to listen to their men, to support both of them, mm. to learning together of how to navigate the relationships. Mm. Mm. Like you said, if they're not included on that, it ain't going to work, and for sure. And I think that that's something that that isn't, and I'm, I'm happy you brought that up. And um, not many people, especially our men and our facilitators of those programs, you know, a lot of them don't mention there's 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 a woman a wahine, mm-hmm. and like and tikanga Māori, You know that? Yeah. Wait, or there's two, wairu, yeah. there's two rivers. That's right. There's two rivers, that's and right. we need to we need to consider that. And um, Man, lucky you brought that up. It would have been a missed opportunity not to speak on that topic, Because eh? a, a woman, it needs to be a a, a journey, not a man's journey. Yeah, as yeah well, eh? for sure. Right. That,
0: that, and that's the point. Hey, eh? that's the point. See, the other thing too, bro, that I think is a massive segue into this is the fact that there are too many shallow relationships. These are one night. These are the ones that are, that, we, that turned up from one night stands. Yeah. The uh, you know they ended up having having a child. Um, and it was this idea, shit, I made my bed, I got a lioness. And so we channel along this journey, trying to bring up this child with absolute deceit and mm. hate yeah. for the relationship. Mm. And and it runs both ways. Hey, I'm not just saying this is men, but I know that also there are women that feel trapped too. Mm. But. There's something about us and in terms of our instinct as men that have turned around and said, it's oh all good, I got you. I got you. Go to work or on the way to work, ah, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I yeah. so don't want to be here. Yeah. One of the things that I'm really interested to try and explore or even try and encourage because I don't give two shits. I'm a hugger. Yeah. I couldn't give a shit if you were the ugliest mongrel <laughs> on this earth and you needed a hug. I'm going to give you a hug. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Why? Because that shit's free. Yeah. that shit's free at the time I have to admit I might not be emotionally there because sometimes I just don't want to give a shit but I will do it and especially where I see particularly our our fellow men out there um struggling with that you know struggling to come into terms with that um Oh, don't get me wrong there's been opportunities there where oh not opportunities but there's been instances where I've been put in a tough position I've gone in for a hug and come back with from a kiss on the cheek I'm thinking what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, let's let's <laughs> not decode that brother 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 like okay alright yeah, going for a hugi get a kiss on the lips okay <laughs>
1: and I think you, you brought up another good point brother like um like um affection like yeah. our us as men as fathers like um it's okay to show affection to your sons please fathers you know okay.
0: what they they need it they they need and it, it and they your, want it yeah as well yeah you know, for
1: and sure that, and that, that's something as that fathers we gotta we have to uh, we have to tell our fathers that's okay you don't have to be you know macho man to your sons if mm-hmm. he's crying if he needs affection give him it don't 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 think you just like thinking what you if I hug him, he's gonna be gay. Why am I going gay? You know, that's not that's not manly enough.
0: But I'm gonna be honest right here right now. Yeah. Um, my boy is 12 years old, and I still kiss him on the lips. Oh, and you know, and the day that he pulls away, cool, sweet, I'll accept yep. that. But you know, I probably won't for too long. <laughs> so you better get back over here, hey. <laughs> 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 yeah, <yeah, yeah>. <laughs> Mama, uh, in, in line with what you just said, bro. bro proud, in line proud. with what you said. Um. You know what, men out there Especially if you have sons Mm. Barney's right You don't have a right to say no No. You just don't Why? Because what you've essentially done Is you've disconnected yourself from Saying that you um, Are responsible For the future man In that boy You've disconnected your right from him Becoming a man And essentially from becoming a statistic So So I think, you know, I I would like us to actually think about this differently, to be honest. When we say man up, let's not talk about, let's not think about that as being man up in the sense of got to be tough, macho and that Mm. sort of thing. Man up to be the role model that your your children need in general Mm. that says to your fellow brother out there, now that's the example. Yes.
1: That's exactly. That's what man up should be.
0: That's what man up should be. Yeah, it is. Man up means you are the example yeah. that every man should be following. Yeah. Not man up. Put your gloves on and let's let's get ready to punch out. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. And it, that's and it's not it's not necessarily the act that's the most powerful. Layer. It's the the message behind the message. It's the message. Sure. Point. So if your son grows up to be a man and he's struggling with life, he knows. He can come to you, not necessarily for a hug, but for the reassurance that you'll be okay. And that mm. needs, that relationship needs to be there for that to happen. Mm. And not only as a dad, with all all, all, all family members, that needs to happen as mm. well. And um, like you, you said it earlier in the, in, the, in the beginning of the show, relationships are really important because when, those trying times come, if mm. you don't have a strong relationship, you'll miss out on those messages, you'll miss out on those cues that things aren't going okay, Yeah, and for sure. if you miss out on those cues, we don't, we,
0: we get a situation like we are now. Wow. Barney, I really want to um, just thank you, bro, for coming into the studio today. Um, this is kind of even just, even for myself, put me in a different space with my boy, and um, and and I think for me, if I'm going to be honest, it's not not because we're disconnected, but more so just to appreciate the the silent things that we're not recognizing in our men. You know, I know there are times where my boy just is silent, and so what this has allowed me to understand is that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with that silence. Mm. So I'm actually gonna ask what that silence is, because if there's contemplation, which we men have a real bloody good knack for where we kind of internalize everything and we let it go on for too long, it's it's when the, the kettle pops and that's that's when we start making really drastic decisions. But essentially what I've done from us being able to cover this topic, bro, is I've been able to realize, hey, um, I, I want my boy to be the best man that he can be for the next generations to come i want him to have kids damn right and if he's gonna have a son i want him to make sure that he doesn't give a shit what anybody else thinks his relationship and his love for his kids will continue on to the moment he goes it's yeah. his time on the earth so yes nah man thank you hey no.
1: oh good brother i appreciate appreciate the time and um it's been really uplifting being able to, to talk to you about um, our whānau, about our tāne, about our, our wāhine as well, mm-hmm. our tamariki, because you know, it's, it's all about whānau at the end of the day. And if, if we sure. keep that at the forefront of our mind, eh, brother, like, man, things definitely will be better, right? Things For sure, in. for sure. Uh, even against all odds, even though the our rules of this game may not be um, encouraging for us to, to, to get to a certain point, but if we keep that in front of mind. It's for our whānau, It's for our iwi, hapu, village. mm, This mm. is for us, you know. Then, like you said, like what then? It's similar to me. This is a a lot of the why. why I do now is for my daughter. Like you know, what what world do I want her to grow up in? Mm, Do mm. I want a world where my daughter is getting bombarded online with? inappropriate sexual messages and yeah going yeah. to nightclubs and getting an appropriately touched do I want her to live that life and be in a world where that happens no, 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 not at all and I don't think any fathers would and I don't think any fathers as you say would want to raise a man or a boy to do that to other women mm. so is this the time is this the time when we need to stop that cycle this is that day this is that day
0: for sure Wow, man, how far I feel like I've gone for freaking hours, eh? I honestly do. But uh thanks again, bro, for joining us here on Cartog Squaddy, the podcast version. Um, it's been really insightful. It's been actually really raw too, you know. So, nā here, poa. If you have any questions you'd like to ask about this episode or topics you'd like me to cover here on my podcast, you can leave me a voice message on my anchor.fm station or send me an email to cartalks at scottywilliams.nz. For the latest up to date, jump on my social media or head to my website, scottywilliams.nz. But a big, massive thank you to you guys out there in the universe for tuning in and listening here on Car Talks with Scotty, the podcast version, bringing you new episodes every Tuesday. So stay tuned. And podcasters, don't forget to hit subscribe, follow. And if you like listening along, please feel free to rate and share with your whānau and friends. From me to you, actually from both of us to you. Be blessed. Stay well. Be safe out there. And don't forget to lend a helping hand to someone who needs it most. Love you all. Bye.